0: Acres. This is the way. This is the Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT.
1: Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here. And up next, it's my former colleague and longtime friend, Dave Hartnick. Good morning,
2: Dave. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning, Anthony. Thanks for having me on the show. Eight, no worries. Thanks for coming. Eight years. In. It was
1: eight, right? Eight years eight on the Brooklyn City Council. Council. Absolutely. <coughs> representing so- the New North End and... uh he was sitting right there in the front row last night at the, the debate. And so we, now again, later in the week, we're going to have a, a representative, Sergey or whatever, from the other campaigns. But uh, Dave, what was your take on the debate last night?
2: Well, if you don't mind, before we talk about the debate, I would just like to talk about the three young men that were shot last week. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, two are out but we have some bad news on yeah. the third victim still in the hospital as yeah. of right now, paralyzed from the chest down. Yeah, I, I saw the news last night and uh, his family has come in and we'll spend the holidays and Christmas here in Burlington. And I hope this community will show that family and everybody that lives here that that's, that's a segment of Burlington that we're not proud of, right? That, that, yeah. that was so unfortunate, right? And I, when these things happen, we seem to quickly forget and move on. We're mm-hmm. at debates and we're doing politics and, I couldn't help but think on the way here this morning that, you, you know, the pain and the suffering that family has, has gone through yeah. and will go through. And I just hope everyone will keep them in their prayers. And let's hope for a better outcome down the road uh, for, for the and, young man. That's there. Yeah, he is, uh, as, a,
1: as his mother reported and you mentioned, is paralyzed from the chest down.
2: As of now, right? And they, they're, they're saying that could change. Let's cross our fingers. Right. Uh, say prayers. Um but let's show them, let's show his family why they're here, how, how special Burlington really is. Yeah. And, and what a great place it is to live. And it is very unfortunate. And, uh, and so we're good at that. And, and we do that well. And I know a lot of people right now are knocking Burlington. I'll, I'll say this. I've said it a million times. It's the best place to live. Yeah. The be- best place to raise your family. we got incredible schools, parks, downtown, world-class bike path a lot, thanks to our good friend, Kurt Wright, when he was on the council, right? Yeah. So this is a special place to live, and uh, I- I'll, I'll, I'll just continue to say that.
1: Yeah, and uh, you, of course, have lived your whole life in Burlington, grew up in Burlington on Brooks Avenue.
2: Yes, and there's just great neighborhoods in Brookside. The, the city of Burlington, and, and and like I said, you know, we we have some shortcomings right now. Mm-hmm. The foundation was built too well here in Burlington, right? Yeah, we, I like your approach. We can. There's nothing that we can't overcome, right? Yeah. And we saw that last night getting into the debate,
1: right? Yeah, and so and so, give us your initial take. We'll get into some more of the details, but. Right. What did you think at the end of it?
2: Well, I'll say this, that um, I was surprised that the whole debate was public safety. I thought there might be a little bit about affordability, but given, the bait, uh, given that the debate was all about affordab- uh, public safety, there was one clear winner, not because of anything that was said or debated yesterday, right? There was one candidate on that stage that has a proven track record, right? Yeah. Over the last two and a half, three years, she's been on the right side, of every public safety issue facing our city. And for her entire 20 years on that council has always, always put public safety to the forefront. And who would that be? Dan? And there is no better <laughs> candidate to start in March to address our public safety crisis than Joan Shannon.
0: Well, she did point out that she was the only one <laughs> on, yeah, on can, that we, one fateful vote.
2: And we can go back to that vote and, and, and people have said it was the worst vote in the history of Burlington, I agree. I think it was a reckless vote. Mm-hmm. I think it was done without any thought, uh, any really, de- really data, right? But when you think about that, and, and you think about that night, there were other opportunities there. There were amendments put forward by Councilor Shannon to table this, to do a study, right? And, and, and at the end of the day, um, the other candidate in this race that was on the council at the time, uh, Madison was not. Uh, although she said last night she would, she would have voted with Joan, mm-hmm. um, and so you, you have to take that right. right. But Counselor Paul um, not only voted to defund, but she voted against the amendment. And uh, and the amendment was to delete that language and and
1: study what the real number, the right number should be for police.
2: Right. And and again, I, I just think there's a clear difference of leadership here. And when you have the endorsement of the burlington police department tomorrow i hope that we'll hear the news that joan has received the endorsement from the burlington fire department i think they're going to make an announcement tomorrow and i can't say for sure but Mm -hmm. it looks good and so i will tell the people of burlington if you're paying attention and she gets the fire department endorsement tomorrow. She already has received the police endorsement. And we're looking at a public safety crisis. And you have all first responders in the city of Burlington saying, Joan Shannon is the person to lead us out of this. I hope you're listening.
1: Now, Dave, let me ask you this, though. Karen Paul, we want going to be fair here. Karen's answer to this was, look, there are people who want to focus on the past and focus on that issue. But what I've done is move forward and find solutions, and I engineered a 10-to-1 vote to increase the cap. Uh, so she says it's not as important what happened in that vote. What's more important is that I worked to find solutions going forward. What do you say to that?
2: Well, that vote put us in this situation, right? If that vote would have never happened, right? If she would have voted with Joan, right? She would have had to find these solutions. This also what's not talked about is this has cost the taxpayers Burlington a lot of money right? Uh, that vote. The I contract? Mean, the con- well, not only the contract, but the extra security, the state troopers. I mean, you look at the expense that this has cost the city of Burlington. And, and you know, I, I heard Councillor Paul, you know, she continues to say, you know, I'm moving forward. But the reality is we're not going to be moving forward in the near future. This is going to take us three to five, eight years to get back where we need to get to. Right. And so we're still under the 74 number. Listen, I and that was too long. And I hope and I was glad to see uh, Madison and, and both Joan talk about, you know, getting to 89, but even more. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I thought uh, Madison was, uh, was a strong opponent of public safety yesterday. And it sounds like she's following Joan's lead. I hope Karen will if Joan's successful. Dave, let's get some phone calls for you. Sure. Let's go to the
0: phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive good morning
2: in regards to the original vote to defund the police i look at it as humpty dumpty falling off the wall you can't put the pieces together again by uh, votes that you did since the original vote uh... you and i think uh... that's what the issue is with karen paul uh... she made the original vote and uh... everything else followed and her votes after that uh, can't correct the original action. You know, the pieces were on the ground and, uh, look where we are now. Uh, she may be on doing the right thing now, but the original vote caused where we are today. Yeah, no, I, I agree the, the cost of that vote, the cost of that vote that, uh, that we're experienced now, I mean, throughout the city, I was a little disappointed. I mean, mostly public safety focused on the downtown yesterday, state. And, and granted, I know that's where a lot of the problems are. But, you know, listen, people are getting their vehicles stolen in Burlington. Yeah. They're, right. Their second biggest purchase a family makes or an individual makes. Right. And they're calling the Burlington Police Department and they're saying, well, you have to go online right, and fill out a report, right? Uh, getting your car stolen now in Burlington was like us when we were little, maybe going to the cor- uh, corner store and putting a pack of gum in our pocket, right? I mean, they look at this like, it, and, and for me, it, that's very unfortunate because that's, that's not the city that we know, right? It, yeah. Burlington's better than that. And we're going to get back there, as I said, right? But because of that vote, really, and, and those actions, um, and, and again, when you, when you have the Burlington Police Department you know, come out and say, hey, listen, Joan Shannon is the mayor that's going to lead us for us. We believe in Joan. That's how we're going to build recruitment in our police department. Yeah, People and aren't going to come here because we're paying them $110,000, $120,000. They're going to come here because they have a mayor that believes in what they're doing.
0: Right. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning, Dave. First of all, I appreciate what you said about those three young men. Uh, that was a tragedy and um, I hope Burlington can surround them in support. Thank you. I have a question about Joan, though, and it's probably a better question for her, but because you're sort of a campaign surrogate. During the kickoff, she talked about holding people accountable for their actions in Burlington, but she's not running for sheriff, so she can't saddle up and get them, and she's not running for state's attorney. So as mayor, how do you do
1: that?
2: Good question. It is a good question, and, you know, I, I, I think you lead and people will follow and i i think she's been very clear that no more open drug use in the city of burlington should be tolerated right so we're you know, as joan said she will start directing the police to, to start enforcing that right we talked about trespassing people that are drinking in people's door
1: and you are the boss over the police chief i think you can have some influence right there's
2: no question about that and i think they want to work for a mayor that wants to work with them and support them right and so Joan has made accountability a big part of her public safety plan others haven't okay and I think at the end of the day we need to see some tough love in Burlington we want to take care of people we don't want people on the streets but as Joan said sometimes you know if they have a place to go and sit and think about their actions and maybe get some treatment In recovery that they become out of they become a better person because of that well you know and she gave an example of that in her own family at the debate uh last night so i do think you know i think um at least counselor paul's approach is you know we we don't you know put anybody in prison or we don't uh, arrest anybody that's either dealing or you know struggling with addiction right and listen i understand that and i'm we're not Locking the, you know, throwing the, you know, locking them up and throwing the key away, no. right? But we have to have accountability, and nobody wants to talk about it except for Joan.
1: And there's been a policy which the candidates have been asked about. Stuart Ledbetter asked them about it on his Sunday morning show, which is he said, "Has Burlington become too permissive?" And certainly that can come from the top. Like for example, people shooting up everywhere. Right. I mean, I think candidates need to say whether do. You, I know Karen Paul said on this show, she said on Stuart Ledbetter's show, mm-hmm. that's been the policy of Burlington for a few years. Dave, it used to be if you walked down the street with an open beer container, you were yeah. going to get a you were going get a citation. Now we're saying it's okay, and that's the policy, that we look the other way
2: if somebody's shooting up anywhere in Burlington? And you know what? I mean, I know we think that we're helping them, but we're really hurting them. Right, exactly. Right? Let's get them the services Let's let's show them some tough love. Let's let them know that we do care about them, and we want them to be productive members of our, our society.
0: Well, uh, and I've said, you know, um, if you want to have the argument of cruel and unusual punishment, leaving people on the street absolutely uh, to freely shoot drugs is not a is not a is not uh, it is a cruel and a punishment. Absolutely, now, Dave.
1: One of the things that um, Joan was asked about. She said it was was whether she, you know, as a Democrat, she has said that she didn't always side with Democrats. And so she was she was asked, why would Democrats vote for you? You've admitted that you're not always with the Democrats. What did you think about her answer to that? And she did talk about the fact that she has always been out there advocating and supporting other Democratic candidates.
2: Look, uh, I've been saying I, I served with Joan on the council right for eight years. I've known Joan for a long time. There has been no better Democrat in the city of Burlington than Joan Shannon. Every city council race, she's gone out, whether it's in her district or not. She's gone to the new north end. She's gone to the old north end, to the hill section. She's recruited Democratic candidates for us. And um, she's just uh, uh, a staunch Democrat when it comes to elections and working with the party. But when it's making policy... She does the right thing. She will buck the party when she has to. If
0: right? she believes, if she believes in that something it's better for Burlington right? to do something other than the party's line. And
2: I think that's the other difference really here than the other candidates, right? Joan stands on principle. She leads from the front, right? You know where she stands, yeah. right? I, again, I served with him for eight years. I can tell you there is a big difference in leadership styles between the two of them, between the two uh, yeah. city, former city councilors, right? Uh, C.D. Madison, I'm not sure. I've never worked with her. I really just met her for the first time. She certainly brought excitement to the stage, I thought, Mm -hmm. some energy, which is good, right? It's always great to have that in a debate. Uh, She left open the possibility of run for uh, an independent, and she made it very clear. Um, uh, Joan was the only candidate last night to say that she would uh, support and endorse the winner. I think Councillor Paul's words, as her intentions...
0: That she she used the word intention. See, I didn't it's, see the debate.
2: So, yeah. so, so she left. I, I think, and, and nobody should be surprised at that. I mean, she talked about um, <clears throat> you know getting consensus on the on the city council, right? Yeah. So here's but, here's a Democrat who <clears throat> last year uh, when Demo- the Democratic Party went out and got a great candidate Ward one to run, right? And it was a close race, All right. Now, Councilor Paul decided to jump into the race in Ward 1 and support the progressive nominee over the Democrat. Councilor Paul did?
1: Yes. Now, she would say that the the Front Porch Forum post that she made was not a, an endorsement of that candidate. Zariah Hightower, let's well, just she, say it.
2: If, if <clears throat> We could produce that Front Porch Forum, and you read that. It's, it was an endorsement, okay? And so when she says that, you know, it's really difficult as council Pre- President to bring, you know, uh, people together and make tough decisions and, and, and you know, and get unanimous votes or 10 to one votes. Well, she wouldn't have to do that if she supported people in her party that wanted to move the city forward in the right direction, right? She's chose to endorse progressive candidates.
1: Now, Dave, I want to go back to, you Start to touch on the issue, which was the candidates were asked. We asked them here to each one of them when they came on, which is, uh, will you support the winner of the, the, the caucus next Sunday? And as you mentioned, Joan was very definitive about, I will be supporting whoever wins next Sunday. Right. What did you take out of the, of the answers well, from the other two candidates?
2: Certainly, C.D. Madison left the door open. I wouldn't be surprised if she runs as an independent. Yep. Um, with Karen, as usual, right? Um, she's she's not going to really play her full hand. Her intentions, well, I, you know, those could change, right? I hope they don't. I, I hope... Karen has enough respect for Joan. Uh, she's seen the way that Joan has, has shown great leadership and served on the council. Um, and I think Karen will do the right thing. I think if she's not successful that she will support Joan. I hope she will. I'll be very disappointed if, if, she, if she doesn't.
1: What is, what's your take on when a candidate, in this case Karen Paul, says, it is my intention at this time to support the winner next Sunday? That does leave you a little wiggle room, doesn't it?
2: It, it does. <laughs> and, and, again, I, I, I serve with both of them, right? And that's kind of the typical answer that you get from Councilor Paul. If you go back to the Seven Days article last week, right? She was asked a simple question. How much money have you raised? Refused to answer it. Really? Yes. It's a small, just a small indication how she'll govern in the mayor's office, right? And it's, just, it's really how her voting record is and how she votes, right? She doesn't really go out and find out what's in the best interest for the city. It's really what's in the best interest for Councilor Paul, and then she finds out where the most votes are. And if they're on the progressive side, she's going to end up on the progressive side. If, she's, if the Democrats have more of the vote, that's where she puts her finger in the air and, and she blows with the wind. I got to be honest with you, that's a leadership style that we do not want in the mayor's office. And
1: uh, let me ask you about this argument. And uh, I think for a lot of people, this could have been an effective argument. Karen Paul said, I am the only candidate here that has the financial expertise to, to run the city, and you don 't want to elect a candidate that needs on the job training, what do you think of, what do you take from that argument Dave and is she basically saying the other candidates are not qualified to be mayor
2: well i got to tell you after listening to Councillor Paul and giving us all her accolades yesterday right i 'm not sure we need a city council. I think maybe we could just have a, a mayor based run city here i I was surprised uh, with that attitude. she talked about uh, you know negotiating the contract with the police union. I think everybody knows the entire council weighs in on that, right? The mayor happened to be out of town, and she wants to take credit for, you, you know, really negotiating that contract and signing it. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's, a, it's, it's really misleading. And, again, it goes back to leadership qualities, right? And, you're, and you know what you're getting with Joan.
1: But she did say only she could have, while the mayor was gone, bring the votes together to get it passed.
2: I I, Listen, I wasn't on the council. I I would like to talk to the council. I I find that hard to believe, given this, you know, kind of the state where we were with the police department. I think the entire council wanted to get a good contract.
1: Now, let me ask you this about that contract, Dave. I look at that and I say, hey, look, I'm a big, huge supporter of the police department. All the police officers know it. I talked to a lot of them and talked to one at our dinner Saturday night, actually, But and I want them all to be compensated fairly better than fairly but when you make the decision to reduce the police force and they're demoralized they were by the actions of the city council and the police commission at times and these other groups cop watch and all the rest we then I had a former police officer tell me this you're not going to be able to pay these officers enough Kurt and I feel sorry for taxpayers so while candidate might tout that as this is the richest uh, contract in the country I mean
2: taxpayers have to pay for that and, and, and because of the mistakes, don't you think that's well, because, a part of it? Because of the vote, for sure. Yeah. right. Let's, let's get right to it. And, and that's why it hasn't really been talked about, the cost to the taxpayers about with that vote. We talked about the public safety and the quality of life. Um, and, 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 you know, listen, in neighborhoods out in the New North End... Um, we talked about shoplifting a little bit yesterday. I wish it would have been talked about more, to be quite honest with you, right? Um, and I think it was Councilor Paul who said, it's a small number of people you know, that are shoplifting. Look, we have a sheriff at Hannaford's in the new North End standing by the door because yeah. they have lost so much inventory. Shoplifting is, lit, is, is rampant through this city, yeah. right? And there's no accountability for that as well, right? No. And once again... Counselor Shannon talks about that in her plan to, help, to, help, to hold them accountable for that,
1: so, right? So, Dave, uh, we got some of your analysis of the debate last night. We know you're a big Joan Shannon fan. You're helping out on, on the campaign. We'll get some people from the other campaigns that are scheduled to be on later this week, and they can give us their take. Uh, of course, we want to be fair. But, uh, Dave, you had significant disagreements with Joan over the years, many, right? Many. So what many. Uh, what is it that makes you support her so much, so vigorously now?
2: Given what's in front of this city, right, and we have businesses that are leaving, right, and we have families leaving, right, I I don't want that for Burlington, right? I want families to stay. I want new families to come. I want them to send their kids to our terrific schools. I want Church Street to be vibrant, right? I want people to come from all over the world to our waterfront, right, our bike path. Public safety is the key element to all of that, the value of that. There is only one candidate in this race that understands that, right? And that is Joan Shannon. There is no question at this time the best person to lead this forest out of this crisis is Joan Shannon. And I know Councilor Paul touted her, you know, uh, financial background, right? Didn't seem a lot to help their growing telecom, I'll tell you that. Is
1: it, is it also uh, – do you view it, Dave, we are – give me a short answer because we're just that we're out of time essentially but do you view it as an issue of trust to for example in people someone's judgment like you know if you say well that was a vote in the past let's put that aside and move forward do you think it's important that we look at what someone's judgment was and how it might give us a clue as to how they would go go how they'd govern going forward if circumstances change again what if there's another George Floyd national incident or something in
2: Burlington if over the years if you particularly watch Councilor Shannon and Counselor Paul and the way they handle themselves and conduct themselves, right? And treat people, right? It, it, it is, again, a clear choice. The Managing people. We have 700 city employees in Burlington, right? Trust me, Joan Shannon's, Joan Shannon's management style, treating with respect, listening, right? Her integrity, you always know where she stands. She'll be open and honest, right? There is one candidate that is... Has that leadership style, and there's another that just doesn't have it. They just don't have that leadership quality, right? And that is a big, big question in this race. And when we talk about leadership, you got to have integrity, you got to have honesty. You You, got you you might
1: so you might not agree with Joan, but you know where she stands. She's telling it to you like it is. And whether you agree with her or not, she you you I want to put words in your mouth, but you (laughs) think she's she's doing what's in the best interest of Burlington in her view.
2: Always, and she always has, right? And I, and, I, and I hope people are listening. Look, the biggest thing is, you know, this format of a caucus is challenging. And I've gone door to door, and there's no doubt if this race was in March and it was Joan and Karen head to head, Joan would be our next mayor. I have so many people say, I'd love to support Joan, but I can't, Dave. I'm not a Democrat. It's an open process. Everybody can vote in this caucus. You can't participate in another caucus, okay? But we need Can you to- vote in person? You can, and that's the other thing. You cannot vote in person. You can't or at all? Well, you can. Uh, special circumstances. What does that mean? I'm not sure. But, but if I, if you show up
1: at the Edmond School, can you vote?
2: I think so. But they are clearly discouraging in-person uh-huh. voting, which is, I think, unfortunate. Yeah. But I will say this. All campaigns involved have agreed with this format. I'm not a big format. I think we're going to, listen, maybe 2,500, 3,000 people might choose the winner in this Democratic you, there's 14,000 people that normally go to the polls in March.
1: Yeah. Dave Hartnett, he is a supporter of Joan Shannon. Thanks for being on the morning drive today. We'll hear from other candidates, surrogates later in the week.